0: All
1: right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 187. Today, we got a little bit of a two for one episode. Uh, I know we missed yesterday's roll call episode, that's our bad, we have been releasing them every single day, it's pretty tough, Um, we're only human, Uh, at least, at least uh, we are, Murph's a little bit of a robot, but um, today's episode, we got a lot, jam-packed episode, like regular episodes start, gonna talk about the judge roll call, spring training updates, uh, just specific people and the whole thing in in general, Uh, maybe into the booth, a whole bunch of stuff, and then The Hicks roll call on the back end, which should be probably the most entertaining roll call of all of them. Because we have a lot of feelings about Mr. Aaron Hicks and whether he will uh, even be on the field. But that is what the agenda is. Before we get started, I wanted to mention, because we haven't actually mentioned it on the podcast yet. We've posted it on social media, but we are doing a giveaway. We're giving away opening day tickets on the Thursday, April 7th, I believe is the day. That's correct. April 7th. All you have to do to enter this giveaway, it's a very simple giveaway. All you have to do is give us a five-star review on iTunes. You're already on the app if you're on iTunes. If you're not, go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Scroll all the way down, give a five-star review, and we will choose somebody, one lucky listener of the podcast to go to opening day. Two tickets, you and a friend or you and your mom or you and whoever you want to go with can go to the game and it'll be a lot of fun. We won't be going to that game, unfortunately, but it will be a lot of fun, and you'll have fun. So give us a review, and we love you. So why don't we get started? How are we doing?
2: Great. Sorry, I was trying to play Wardle. The war. It's
1: a really great time to do that.
2: Well, I was doing it before. It was setting me up, and now you know that's my. I fault. was getting myself in the baseball mood, and uh, I can't figure it out. No, so today's is up. tricky. I'll give up. I'll pay attention. How far did you get? Uh, a couple guesses in, I gave up. Tough scene. But besides
3: from that. that, let's talk some baseball. I mean, that, that is technically talking baseball. That, that's a lot more interesting than the baseball we actually have to talk about. No, we got some things that's to talk about. That's true at all. a lot to talk about right now.
1: Baseball's back. They'll I mean, the Yankees just haven't made any any substantive moves that we thought we were going to have by the time we <laughs> recorded a regular a regularly scheduled episode. Right,
3: Yankees podcast, ergo... We don't really have that much interesting stuff to talk about as far as the Yankees go. I mean, we have stuff that's interesting and that needs to be brought up, but it's not exciting. I'm gonna, though, I'm, gonna
2: I'm excited
1: I'm excited. the world
3: right is exciting.
2: No, I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need you to not be so pessimistic the whole
3: season. I'm not I'm gonna, 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 gonna be say pessimistic. It. I think you are. Season. I think you are. No, the day, the day that opening day starts, I'm gonna be all back in. And but I, mean, I think that's, that's
1: just what your chair is. Like that's what you bring to this podcast. Very big pessimist. Murph, I think I'm realist. I think Murph is the optimist. I'm, no, somewhere Murph, in I'm the, the I'm the
4: realist. I'm the, the uh, I'm the shit on the fence.
2: Yeah, you're a depends and then not make an opinion because I don't have a lot of
4: facts. Not, sure. All right. It is not that I don't make an opinion. <laughs> I, I see both sides.
1: <laughs> I'm not quite sure Damon cares. So that's to take that how so you I will. care.
2: I'm a reactor. <laughs> that's what I bring to this. <laughs> I, I, react, react. In I react to everything. So why don't we react react to this? <laughs> okay. The first right, thing we'll on the docket
1: today. Yeah. No, I don't. I No, whatever. Fuck you guys. I just thought Clint Frazier would be the top three left fielder in baseball by year's end, and he's no longer on the team. But that bobblehead that I have of his is now a, an antique. So, uh, Are your
4: hot takes just like a Madden curse? It's a fucking like worthless same kind of deal. Antique.
1: Yeah, we have to we have to, he we have to, we have to mark said, down.
4: You also said <laughs> Ford was going to outplay Voight, and he was gone that year too. Just saying. It's yeah.
1: But like I said before on the podcast, I said that Voight would get his job taken. And oh boy, was I right on that one. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's glass right. half full. How do you want to look at it? And I w- choose to look at it as I, I called Luke Voight being shipped off.
3: Yeah, three years. Just, a little, I, I knew a, in a three years early. the Cubs were going to fire sale and the Yankees were going to get Rizzo. You just saw that, didn't you?
1: Whatever, man. Uh, first up. Aaron Judge <laughs> extension talks are apparently underway. We chatted with Eric Boland, and he did not seem to think that a an extension would be done before opening day. Obviously, everybody in the world wants that to happen. If you don't want Judge to be extended, your name is probably JJ, um, <laughs> who's the only one who still wants to trade Aaron Judge. Um, so, talk to me on that. Talk to me about the what the current statuses uh, of the Aaron Judge talks. Do current. you think? And I'll preface it: Do you think? there's a chance that it gets done by opening day. Like, do you change your mind after speaking with Eric and now hearing the news today?
3: So before I saw what I just saw, like 20 minutes ago, I was feeling actually a little optimistic, but now that I see that they're arguing over $4 million between 21 and 17 in arbitration, I don't really feel great about it. Uh, the last two players that the arbitration actually went to a hearing were Dylan Batanzas and Chen Ming Wong and both walked the next year. So, and they were both over uh, very small differences, except those, honestly, theirs were probably even worse. So um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You think th- this th- will th- go th- to arbitration? I,
1: uh, I don't think it's going to go to
3: arbitration. I think it's I uh, think it's either going to go to arbitration or he's going to get extended.
1: I think it's going to. I. This makes me think he's going to get extended because you can't go to arbitration with. Like going to arbitration with Judge versus Dellen Batanzas is so different. And and for those of you who don't remember, Dellen Batanzas went to arbitration and. He basically... I'll start with this. Arbitration, is, arbitration is essentially a roast where one side roasts you, the owners and, and everybody just roasts you and tells you all your flaws. And the other side, Delan Patances in this case, just basically tells you like why he, why he thinks he's good. And, you know, it's just... It's a shitty spot to be in and nobody wins, even if they settle. There's a third-party arbiter who... Settles in the middle with whatever sides you guys come in ahead of the meeting. Like he's coming in at what right now? Twenty one, and they want to 17. give
3: seventeen.
1: That's not super far off. That's not super far oh, off yeah. at all. I don't. I actually, truth be told, I didn't really listen to the numbers the first time he said that. I'm not worried whatsoever. They took
3: Dylan Batanzas over like. It's 1. Aaron 8. Judge versus yeah, Dylan yeah, Batanzas. It's not a fran- I'm just saying, it's not saying. a franchise player.
1: That margin is not as big of a gap as you think it is it's i
3: don't think it's some like crazy gap i think it's the principle i think that the yankees think that they're smarter than everyone and that they have the upper hand on everyone in the world it's an opening offer
1: it's negotiations i everybody. i actually really think they'll get this done before opening day and i think they'd be silly to go to arbitration and like you said if the they yankees go to arbitration got 11
3: out of 12 players done today other than judge so that either means the extension's coming or it's going to get ugly i
1: think that means the extension's coming
3: or it's going to get ugly just telling you if this goes to arbitration
1: you're right he won't be a Yankee, but I don't think it gets that because Mm -hmm. I think they know that too I think they know if it goes to arbitration it's not gonna be pretty and like the rest of the league will see that too and be like yo why would you like how are you gonna not extend this man everybody else it would be ecstatic to extend him so it's just and he's going to realize that too. He's going to be like, I can get any any amount of money from anybody. So
3: he's going to look uh, not so good in Dodger blue next to Mookie Betts next year. <laughs> if they got it, <laughs> he, a he judge was judge too. I,
1: I, I'm still very, very, I very much believe that he would be a giant if he wasn't on the. Aggies. Oh yeah, bro.
3: I just I was just naming a California team and the yeah. Dodgers outbid everyone. But I I would I say, Chase, no. what would you say that you're. Percentages is, is that he gets extended, not necessarily before opening day, but before he that he plays the rest of his career in pinstripes. So I would say it's like fifty to sixty percent.
1: I put it at eighty five percent. Yeah, I was
3: about to say that's a little that's a little low. I think. I think I think it's sixty percent because I think if he gets an extension,
1: how many years do you think?
3: Seven. I think seven's a good number.
1: Six, seven. Seven might be slightly more than the Yankees want to give. I think that's where they would settle and give him the seventh year, but I think they're they're probably looking at giving him five and uh, maybe six. That's what they're looking at, and then Judge is probably like, AAV aside and the gap they have there, I guarantee the Judge wants probably seven. I think seven is fair for him to come in to negotiations with, and I think the Yankees are, are fair to also offer five to six. I think... They want. They've said it too. They want to see two years in a row of being healthy. I, I don't think you can afford that luxury to see the second year because if you let this linger into the season, I think he leaves.
3: I don't even. I just don't think that if he does have that second year, that's healthy and productive. I just don't think they're going to pay the price that, that it's going to take because it's going to take thirty mid thirties. I mean. Yeah, right I think now, we could get fucked by
1: it. Like he's gonna, I, I think he's going to have a great year. He's going to stay healthy and then we're going to end up having to pay more than we would have right now if we got the extension That's done.
4: That's almost impossible to say right now. How is that impossible? What do you mean? Like say. that you're just assuming he's going to have a great year and stay healthy and we're going really to He's a really good player. He's he's one no, of the best I agree, players. In he's the already league. proved, he's he's already proved that he's one of the best players in the league. So if he
3: stays healthy again, which is the only if, I agree lock him it's up. It's only going to strengthen. I think the
4: odds go down quite a bit. If we go to arbitration, that's the biggest if for me. Yeah. I didn't even, you know, I didn't consider that he wasn't going to be part of the arbitration deals. I didn't think he was going to go to arbitration at all. And I feel like a lot of players that go into actual arbitration aren't signing extensions at the end of the year. Yeah. It's a very no, unique if,
2: situation that he's in right now. And, it, you know,
4: if he goes to arbitration, of cloudy, is, he's, yeah, as of I think right 0% now,
1: chance
3: he, he resigns.
4: Isn't yeah. It, correct me if I'm wrong. I might have completely missed something, but isn't it as of right now he can't play in New York? Yeah. Still. Well, like,
3: let nobody knows he hasn't come out and flat out. I thought said, they lifted that. No. They, no. The not, guy yeah. came, no, out, the came out. The mayor came out today and said that they, he doesn't foresee it lifting in any any time So soon.
4: that also affects his arbitration to say he's going to play but we don't season.
3: know i mean we don't know for sure and we don't know what's what will have changed in those three or four yeah. weeks because he, he hasn't come not out either. and said it and we obviously don't know anything there so i i think just take that one step at a time i i don't think that right now we can sit here and say well that's a fucking stupid Jets game and played 90 games because we don't know and we're not going to know until april
4: 7th or 9th do you we're think going that's that he- at all holding up his extension talks?
3: no
2: I think that'd be a ridiculous reason to hold up his attention talks. No, what about his
4: arbitration? Th- do you think that might? Be I think right they go hand so. in
3: hand, though. I, I don't. I, I agree. Yeah, I think they go hand in hand. Like, I don't think that his vaccination stuff has anything to do with yeah. whether or whether or not they're going to pay him. Because I mean, you have to assume maybe, hopefully, that one day this isn't how it's going to be forever. And you know, even if it does bleed into the season. I just, I don't know. I mean, without getting too into the actual policies and stuff like that, because that's not my place and that's not what people come to listen to it for. I guess that's just a roundabout way of getting to the fact that, no, I don't I don't think that you can let that um, affect that. If you let that affect that, then that's a dangerous precedent to set. I mean, you're not going to pay the guy what he's worth for five, six, seven years down the road when you just don't know, and you're going to lose your franchise star over that. Uh, I don't, that being said, I really and truly, I don't think that there's any way they get to the season and Judge is not playing the home games. Well, one way yeah. or the other, I just
4: don't think that I, they yeah. can let that happen. Yep, it's and, I don't think I don't see him being able to play in Toronto though, which I think is going to be a big problem if you make the playoffs. But that's a long ways away. That's so far away. And like again,
2: this is I don't, I don't think
4: that affects the extension talks at all.
2: I also feel like I'm pretty I'm honestly as I'm pretty confident that the deal will get done. I don't know. I just feel like it, it makes too much sense at this point. And, I mean, I don't know. This guy has nothing else to prove. Obviously, he's, he is a play, uh, like, the whole season, and we obviously need him to to win here, but the guy's done so much already. It's not like we're waiting for him to have one more good year to just give him something to prove. We're going to talk about this in a little bit, but, the Aaron, but <laughs> Aaron Hicks, the Yankees gave him a seven-year contract based off of one good season that he had. It wasn't even that good of a season. It wasn't even that good of a season. Aaron Aaron Judge was an almost MVP. I'm going to say he was an MVP because of that other other season. He's a borderline gold glover.
3: Borderline gold glover. He's a playoff MVP. You take him out of, I mean, think about the A's wild card game. Take him out of that wild card game. Who knows what happens? He hits the nuke in the first thing. 2-0 lead. Momentum's on your side. Seve goes out and dominates. Go to the Twins. You're facing Shane Bieber, who just had a historic season wins the Cy Young, or he basically had it all but locked up, comes into the wild card game, and Judge cucks him six pitches into the game. So, I I mean, you take him out of these playoff series, it's not like we're having great success and winning a World Series, but he had the massive home runs against the Astros in 2017 and again in 2019. He is the face of the franchise. You have to keep him. I just don't know that they will. I, I just don't feel confident in it right now. But he is he worthy of, I'm not saying a blank check because he doesn't, you know deserve like 60 million dollars a year or anything but he's he's worthy of the money and he he needs to be extended i just again i just don't know if it's going to happen i think there's too many variables to get done in a week that's and made, also that's he's just
2: he's just the he's also the unofficial captain of the team like if you don't treat that guy with respect you know give him an extension before the season starts there may not, it may not be front facing but I'll tell you right now, it's going to affect the way everyone else plays because if he's the face of the Yankees, he's the face of the clubhouse, and he's the guy in the clubhouse getting everyone together, and he's unhappy, or if he's not confident in the team and the franchise, then who knows how that affects everyone else and how everyone else
3: is playing. What does that tell your young stars, Volpe and those guys, if you're not going to extend Judge? Yeah, I mean, it's like if you, you've doesn't... literally done everything that an organization
2: can ask you to do up up until his point in his career – and this is still a fucking conversation about whether or not he should still be playing for the team. It's bad. It's not good
3: look.
1: <laughs> do you think he would accept?
3: Are you using a calculator right now to figure out
4: <laughs> a, like no, a reasonable contract? I'm
1: Excel. Um, do you think he would accept six years, 117 million? That's 19 and a half AAV. No, no, what no,
4: the no fuck is he's, he's, he's going to be asking like 20, for? Twenty-one, he's isn't he? No, that's an arbitration. For arbitration,
3: arbitration oh. he's get, the numbers are way different. So so he's going to get like twenty-five, want, 25 to thirty. I think. I think 30. if you do at least seven years, His numbers felt low. Yeah, if you, <laughs> that's so low. I've heard you that typing over the there for ten minutes. And that's what you came up with. No, that wasn't.
1: I was just. I was. I was looking. I was looking up the NYC mandate stuff. I was reading an article on that, but which, by the way, does not look very great at the moment. Um, but I
3: think if you give him seven years, 200 million, that's right. Knocking on the door of 30 a year for seven years. I think you get it done. I think it, I think that's where, I think that's where you start and you kind of, uh, fluctuate within, yeah, plus or minus 10 million from there. I think that's the, I think that's the sweet spot. And I think if you do that, then you get it done, but we all know the Yankees and they're going to come in with like four years and for 80 million and he's going to. Give him a finger and I
1: would, no, like to, I would like to strike my initial offer from the record.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think a reasonable thing would be six, seven years and then in the two to the low 200 range. Yeah, I think that gets it done. That gets it done, I think. I, I don't know.
5: Who says well. no? Who
2: says no? Why not us? Ball's
1: in your court, Yankees. All right, let's move on to the next thing. So, spring training's been underway, obviously. Uh, it's been a few games so far, and we have some. Way too early predictions, reactions to this. So what are some of the fun stats that don't matter?
2: Um, <laughs> so,
3: labor is four think, for six. No, I think somebody misinterpreted it. I tweeted out today. I said I love the you know, early spring training stats are amazing because they make me laugh, not because I was actually being sarcastic. I think Jordan Montgomery is the worst pitcher ever. Like, I think today he got pulled after recording one out, gave up three or four runs. He had an 81 ERA, a 12 whip. And I just think that's funny. You know, I mean Judge is batting zero, John Carlos stands hitting almost seven hundred. Like I, I just I I love the early spring training ones. I don't know, they make me laugh. The
1: stats don't matter, but there are some things that do. Like you I mean you can really like for Glaber, for instance, he's four for six, you said. Yeah. yeah. He looks like you can look good and that can be promising. I feel like if you look bad, you have a little bit of a cop out because you can you can you just say you're knocking off the rust. It's spring training; you're not supposed to be good yet. Yep. But I think it's just an added bonus if you are playing well, and that that kind of leads me into the Sevi stuff. Like Sevi, you know, at, at when you look at the box score, he gave up four runs, but when you look at the great. stuff, he was t- he touched 98. He was like really looking good. He left one over the middle. He gave up a two run home run, but like. When you you don't really need to look at the fucking numbers and nor you can see it on his face too. He doesn't give a shit. He Run, was, runs he was don't smiling matter. like when he gave up hits and whatever. Like in a real game, he's gonna be pissed when he gave up just a hit. But you know, runs nothing really matters. It's just getting the the reps in and going through the motions. I think his stuff looked pretty fucking good. What do well, you guys think? No, I think yeah, he was, I mean,
2: he, here's the thing about pitchers, especially in spring training, like they're not pitching. The situation really in spring training right now. No, like they're they're testing new pitches. They're trying to get their stuff in. They're, they're exactly. Yeah. They are to
3: Montgomery after today. He was like, "Yeah, I threw almost all fastballs." He's it like, it, "It's a pitch I wanted to work on, and I knew I was probably not going to do well. And I wanted to try out my fastball, so I came in today and I threw all fastballs. It yeah, hit like, me hard, and that's that is what it is. And that's, I, 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 it's best to not react to anything good or bad. I think the bad stuff's funny. But especially when you have an offseason that's disappointing and some people who are actually serious, like, oh, my God, we didn't go out and get a starting pitcher. Look at Jordan Montgomery. I am the poster boy for we didn't do shit for the offseason. It was a massive failure. But I don't think that Jordan Montgomery getting hit in a spring training game matters. But it is encouraging to see stuff like Gleyber Torres. He's coming off a down year, a down two years, and he actually looks locked in. We were talking to Eric about it. He said that he's, you know, there was kind of some locker room stuff that they're kind of, Uh, I guess getting past and he's assimilating back in and he's just getting his head in a better space and all these other things, which play into stuff like that. So when you hear that a lot of the fundamental changes off the field, you know, coming in in better shape, which they say about everybody, but it seemed like the last couple of years he was coming in a little pudgy. So he's coming in in better shape. He's more focused. He's more driven. And then to translate into on-field results, it's hard to not get a little excited. So do I think he's going to come out in the season and just be the best player of all time? No, I hope he is. But I I think it is an encouraging sign. But to your point, you know, other stuff, the Jordan Montgomery, the Seve. I think Seve looked incredible. His pitches looked great. He was sharp. His breaking balls were sharp. They just, you know, there's a lot of location problems, which you'll get through reps. So, I mean, he's throwing 98, uh, first day. He's throwing ninety-eight. That's and pretty all fucking it unbelievable. Doesn't fucking suck. I was
1: I was shocked when I saw that. Ninety-eight. I didn't, I and didn't all think the breaking pitches
3: that. were moving how he wanted them to, and he wasn't throwing them timid or anything like that. So, which is easy to do if you're coming off Tommy John, and understandably so. Are you
1: more or less? I think the obvious answer is more, but I I guess I won't even ask the question. I am more confident in that statement that Boone said that he was he looks. Like he's the most ready for the season out of all the pitchers, I think he looks fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guys—he's like probably been rehabbing and coming back the entire off season. Like he's—he's he's probably the most just like in—in in the readiness of like let's do drills and work out and not just throw the ball because I feel like he's been trying to get back to his regular self for this a is year his now.
3: First full off season. So
2: wow. I feel like he's been in that kind of like warming up stage for a while, for lack of better words, and not just, like, coming out
3: there and just throwing the ball. Tyone looked good. Just speaking of great. injury people. Yeah, the are...
1: biggest thing with him is just how, how he felt. He said he felt good health-wise, and, like, that's obviously a concern coming off injury. What was his injury that he came off of? He
3: had ankle surgery. Ankle. I think he had a blown tendon in his ankle. So that's
1: obviously the biggest concern, and, and, and my concern for the entire team, obviously, we are very uh, brittle as an organization. I think if we could just get out of Spring training, completely healthy. I think that would be the biggest <laughs> win on the planet. That With that being said, do years. you think, what, is, what do you think the over-under on players that are going to be hurt Somebody's by gonna the end of like spring training?
4: Somebody's going to get like a Rivera-type torn Achilles tendon type
1: thing. I I'd, like I'd, I'd, I'd set the over-under in two and guys and that would make the 26-man roster. Okay, if Domingo counts towards that, so I'll add one to what I was already going to set. Uh, two and a half, I think, is fair. I was gonna say one and a half of guys who would make the twenty-six man roster will be out for a significant amount of time.
3: I don't know if significant, but I think they're at least gonna be a Aaron <laughs> Boone, an Aaron Boone, quote unquote, like shoulder thing. You know, he's he's got a shoulder thing, but, but what th- the, the shoulder thing mean? is usually
1: sixty day IL yeah. for any player. Well, that like, was what they said. Oh, about you know, he's, he's got he's got he's got a groin thing. A little, he's I don't know, he's he's. He's going to work it out. He's, we'll see what, how he looks in a couple days. I mean, I don't know, actually. That, that's usually like how, Gary. <laughs> I gone. don't know how
4: many people are going to come out of spring training necessarily hurt, but we also have to keep in mind that it's a shortened spring training. So it's I feel like early season injuries are also going to be a big thing. Yep. And early season off days are going to be a re- really big thing as well. We're talking about like the scheduled off days. We always get so mad about with Judge and Stan but if it's three weeks of spring training games and then you're playing a full schedule, I'm not opposed to giving them a day or two.
1: So this two-and-a-half line of injuries extends a week into the into the season as well to give us I, a true spring training
3: <laughs> over-under.
4: Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. I, I think it's going to cause problems, though. For yeah. not just the Yankees. I mean, for everybody. But.
3: It's all right. At least we got a little younger and less injury-prone with Donaldson.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's one thing they're talking about a lot on the broadcast. What is the the change in kind of the style of player that they brought in this offseason in the in what the old? for left, but most, not old. no. <laughs> they were talking oh, like about defensive. IKF, and it's, yeah, defensive. Hmm. Also, I didn't realize he played catcher. He came up he, as a catcher. Yeah, in his first year,
3: he's not going to play. Rea- he's going to play catcher could. as much as Gallo's going to play a, third. Well, he we might in need it's, that
4: because. No, and you want a guy that could do that in that situation because then if Higgy or retrovert, Who's already hurt? Whatever his name is, is already hurt. Yeah, you don't so need to two. carry <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <we don't, laughs>
1: that, that's two of the two and a half already. So maybe maybe it's three yeah. and a half. We'll we'll but account no, I'm, for I'm one saying, and a half more on top of what's already happened
3: so far. All
4: I'm saying is that you don't necessarily need to carry a second catcher at all times. Yes, you do. He's not necessarily he,
3: emerg- he is a catcher Murph. like Luke Voigt was a catcher.
1: Murph, he's not going to catch ever. He's a catcher as much as I, like Kyle I, Schwarber is a catcher. He's a catcher yes. in MLB the Show. Like you can technically slot him into a secondary position, but I he's not a catcher for all intents and purposes. He's
3: going to catch if here's I think how. He's gonna catch. Here, here's what he's going to catch is when if Higgy gets hit and shatters his wrist, and then the very next inning, who the fuck even is our backup? I I don't even know. Uh, Rob Brantley. Robert. No, oh, Rovert's hurt. So Rob Brantley, and then he goes down the next inning because he's 485 years old. Then they may call in Mr. Kiner-Falefa. But that's about the only way, is if they both have significant injuries in the same game.
1: Two questions. one Two answers. How do you pronounce Ben's last name? The, the new catcher. Roadvert?
4: I think that's the closest I've gotten.
1: We're going to call him Roadhouse. Second question is... Is he very hurt, or what's his status?
4: He so has Apparently he was thing. already hurt. Oh, okay. yeah, he was he before, he knew the knew the trade. About it before
3: So did we trade. just
1: wave? Oh, we knew about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I can't.
4: Yeah, I can't. Brian
2: Cashman very openly said, yeah, we knew about the oblique thing before the trade.
1: To be fair, he was really really the tell sweetener me. in the
2: deal, so. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, didn't make the deal any better. <laughs> uh, I don't think
1: but, Mr. Ben Roadhouse was was the 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 guy who really broke the camel's back in this deal.
3: I think he was yeah. whenever Cashman found out he was injured. He's like, oh wait, we can we can. <laughs> well, go he ahead fits right another, in. Yeah, we can have another one of those guys. <laughs> fucking done. gotta
4: fill up our IR somehow. <laughs> I, oh my what God. a
3: clown, dude! Two hundred sixty. I'm sorry, two hundred sixty million fucking dollars, and that's what you shit out.
1: I, it does bother me that he said,
3: How, "What an arrogant statement."
1: What was this? What was, it was the like, exact words that he said? We have the
3: highest payroll in team history. He said we have a very good team and we have the highest payroll in team history. A, no shit. The, B, like, inflation.
4: Yeah, and the c- c, c, new CBA that c, added millions to the, the new CBA.
1: E, you're making more money year over year in terms of revenue making- every single year. You're worth more than you ever have been. Like all irrelevant, all irrelevant, and like you said perfectly in a. Semi-viral, I would say I would go as far to say is viral tweet, yeah, Mister no. Chandler with the Twitter fingers. Spending money is not the same as spending it wisely, no. and it's just it's ridiculous that he he doesn't see that, and that, and that the fact that he brought that up means he doesn't see that.
3: That means no, the fact that he brought that up is that he has seen the criticism, and he's just trying to defend his own ass. It's it's the same Cashman that we've seen for the last five years that he thinks he's smarter than everybody in the fucking world. Which
1: they closed the gap
3: on him. Yeah, they they, <laughs> for well, sure. no, they did, but we reopened the gap by bringing in uh, kinder Falefa and Donaldson. So, and Roadvert Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Oh, wait, wait, and Marvin Gonzalez. I Roadhouse. forgot about that powerful <laughs> signing over the weekend.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I took a peek at his numbers for the last two years. He He's quite possibly the worst baseball player in the history <laughs> of the planet. He's I think I honestly would, I mean, he is basically Tyler Wade, but worse. Yeah. Am I Slower, wrong? He's, he's, well, a, he's a switch hit hitting well. worse. Tyler Wade older. Yeah. too.
4: Sounds like Aaron Hicks and Tyler Wade probably there. can't slide
1: <laughs> as good as Tyler Wade. So he's the infield. Oh, yeah, Give Tyler the nod there.
3: What are we doing? I
1: don't know, man. Maben's in the booth now. So you want to talk about that?
3: Oh, real quick. Actually, there was, was, while we're talking about spring training and then we can move to Mabin in the booth. Did you see Anthony Rizzo's quote today?
1: did not It is was tell me?
3: I would. It was 100% correct. I and I totally agree and I think that the Yankees maybe Mr. Uh, wise Man Cashman could take a peek at this is you can't win a world series in April and May but you sure can lose one and put yourself out of it. Mr. See, Anthony Rizzo, actually I dead. did
1: see that first glance. I thought he was throwing shade at the front office for not adding more people and that was I I like first glance I was like holy shit. He just signed and is already throwing shade at, at this team. He's he was, I I thought he was like you can lose it in March by, by not signing, signing enough like people.
4: Instead of going for Freeman,
2: huh? Yeah,
1: you guys <laughs> are- by signing Rizzo instead <laughs> of Freeman, hey, I'll
4: be honest, guys. You guys
2: really <laughs> fucked up signing me over. Now that the con- now that the ink dried, I, <laughs> I, ooh, you guys fucked up.
1: <laughs> Good luck. No, but I mean, I I mean, I obviously he's he's right. I mean, we shot yeah. ourselves in the foot last year by losing a shit ton of games early. So, I hope we don't do yeah. that again.
3: Well, I wouldn't get your hopes up. I, all right. I feel all like
1: right. we're going we, yeah, we, we, to can, we, can we stop? Thing. He's, this team is actually not a bad team. We're going to win a lot of games. And I saw people tossing around the over-under on – or not the over-under, the amount of wins that we're going to get this year. I'd put it in the 90s still. The only thing that makes me think it'll be lower – than that, and maybe in the 80s, the 80s is 500 baseball, the only thing that makes me think that we're close to that is because our division is so hard, and obviously that's the key to, I mean, Luke's key to the playoffs is like, just play our, a play our, to the game, the key, a key to the game, or the drive of the game, is presented by Jeep, <laughs> play our fucking division well, and that's gonna be the toughest fucking thing, it's easier said than done, obviously, but like, our division's fucking hard. That's the only thing that maybe puts me but even with that, I think we'll still come out at Dude, around. Not, like we're lowest. not gonna get eighty eight wins is probably my my low. Dude, I think.
2: We're we're not gonna get fucking swept every game by the Rays, Red Sox, and Blue Jays. We can get we're swept a good team. every time. We're
3: okay. We're pretty good. You're right. We're pretty good. Pretty good. That's not
4: exciting.
1: That's, Dude, that's I think that's, we're at the
4: bottom half of the contenders.
1: You're right. Contenders of what? We'll know. So well, that's well, exactly what the front office wanted. <laughs> enough to fucking sell bottom tickets. Bottom half enough out of 32 tickets, teams. No, no, no. I'm saying bottom. The playoffs. We're, on
4: the, we're at the bottom of teams that are, should be considered playoff teams. contenders. Do you
2: know why that's honestly
1: that's even that's
4: better? Called, not that, just that's playoff
1: still
2: games. called contender.
4: Yeah. We're not a contender. We're a
1: customer. Oh, my God. We're, 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 no, we're more than we're, a customer. I think we're a contender.
4: Yes, I we're a contender. Do you know why? There are much better contenders,
1: though. Yes, of course. Do you know why this is perfect for the Yankees front office as well, and the people that care about making money, Hal Sarnbrenner, because not only do we get... We we will sneak into the playoffs, and we also sell much more meaningful tickets in the dog days of summer and towards the end of the season, near September area, because then we're in the playoff race. We're in the pennant race, so it's like very important baseball around
3: that time.
2: I don't know. I mean, they'll make more money off one World Series game than they will off three...
3: Tell House Steinbrenner that. Tell Brian Cashman that.
1: Regardless. Moving Wait, on.
3: We'll find out quick. We'll put I'll put it this way. We'll find out very quick what this team is, their trajectory is. We our first seven games are against Boston and the Blue Jays. So. That's fantastic. Uh, um,
1: um, have we addressed Story going to the Red Sox yet on this podcast? No, no right?
2: No. That sucks. That really sucks. So <laughs> <That laughs> just bring that up. Even uh didn't DJ say that? DJ Lemayhu who was like Never spoken a word ever to the press about anything meaningful. It was like, yeah, I really didn't want to go in there. Yeah, it was
3: like the one team I don't want Story to go <laughs> yeah. to Red Sox. That's the DJ same thing. DJ said that. Yeah. yeah,
1: which is interesting because we were one of the ones that were potentially going to get him. And that would kind of like put him in no man's land if he, because that would put Story at probably definitely shortstop, and then that would move. I guess that would, no, wouldn't really Fluff bump him out. that, would, that, had would, had that would put Falefa. That would be so sad. Like, catcher. Yes, I would be extremely happy. He'd be catcher, yeah. That would make me really happy. Obviously, we would have story, but, like, that's, like, put yourself in kind of Falefa's shoes. Like, he's all pumped. He posted a picture of being a bleacher creature when he was young. He shaves the beard, posts that video, and then just loses his job after a week of having it. That would be the most brutal thing I wish, ever. Like,
2: I wish, like, we could set a lineup like be The Show where... You put like a secondary position and like your stashes go down a little bit. So like you like no. put like Trevor Story at catcher and like he's just a little bit worse. <laughs>
1: just, I mean he would have probably less pass balls than Gary had. Facts. Oof Zinger, that's enough out of uh the Gary hate. The Gary supporters thought I thought I was done. Not No. Uh, can we talk about Mabin in the booth?
3: Yeah, he didn't I, I think I think he's got a lot of potential. I think he was uh I think he was good, but he definitely needs a little polish. He's a little raw.
1: I mean, he's which I mean, quite that's literally it. the rawest they come. He, it's the first game I'm ever. He, it's the first the game ever.
3: I'm not <laughs> no, criticizing him. I just said I think he's going to be good. That was I was just telling you. That was. It my... kind of
4: sounded like you pulled a guy out of the clubhouse and put him in the booth. Yeah, it... which I, 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 which I think <laughs> which is exactly what happened.
1: I think that's fun. I think that's a different. I kind of I like the idea of a less polished. And, I, and obviously, I think he's going to get more reps and he's going to be a lot better. He's working with one of the best color commentators or announcers in the world, that being Michael K. I mean, I, I think he'll get better, but I think I like the idea of him being a raw, just like was recently in the locker room type guy. He, yeah. I, I feel like that would give us a nice fun perspective.
3: No, I, I agree. agree. I think no, he's well, gonna I think he's gonna be awesome. I think he's gonna be a good addition and I hope he's there for a long time. I love Cameron Maybe do you he, think
1: do you think he's gonna be <laughs> like, how, like, you know, when Tony Romo first went to announcing and he started calling plays because he was so he was so in tune with what it would happen what what like the plays looked like in the league and all the players and all that stuff do you think he's going to be able to like be like oh just like call out things before they happen on the field
3: I mean, it's baseball. It's I mean, it's fun, It's a little it's, different than football. Yeah, I know. It's baseball. It's fun. But I think
1: he's going to have a lot of insight on the players, yeah. like specific players and what yeah. their, like, routines are and, like, habits and, like, all that stuff because he has the scouting report more than anybody would.
3: Is David Cohn well, still uh, doing some for yes?
1: Yeah. Okay, bit.
3: I was going to say, I like to listen to him talk about pitching. but yeah. yeah.
1: He's doing Sunday Night Baseball now?
3: I think
4: so, yeah. But it's only sh- – I don't think he's doing all of them. I think he's doing, like – it's like 50-50 split or something weird. Yeah, I think he's done like eight or nine or something like that. Hmm. And he might be doing some Wednesday night. I don't know.
3: Doesn't Brian Cashman's contract run out at the end of this year? I don't care. We're not talking about that. No, I'm, I'm curious. What if I would just want Derek Jeter? I don't there? know. I he, he's probably cool. going to
4: set himself <laughs> into arbitration. <laughs> Give himself
2: <laughs> extension before
3: judge.
1: You guys want to get into the Hicks roll call?
4: Not really, but yeah. Unfortunately, we have to.
3: All right, so Aaron Hicks roll call. I wanna preface it with this. How the mighty have fallen doesn't even get a whole episode to himself anymore.
1: I mean, it's still gonna be a full roll call episode. So situational it's different, roll it's call. Di- it's not a it's not a combined roll call like some of the other players. Like the, we're gonna combine a lot of the bullpen guys and do a roll call historically, or I should say, um I don't know what I'm gonna say. Last year Luazga and Sessa were paired together. Um at least Hicks gets his own. Kinda. Okay. But um, the
4: back end of a half an hour hour episode. So if you're still
1: here, you're gonna get the Aaron Hicks episode. Age 32, year in his fourth, going into his fourth year of a seven-year, seventy million dollar contract. I don't know if this is an accurate statement, but I feel like it kind of, to a lesser extent, feels like we're trying to shave off years of this contract, similar to the Orioles did with Chris Davis. (laughs) <laughs> because it's just such a bad contract that you're just like hoping the years fall off. Obviously it's seventy million and not however much. Chris I mean they're Davis paying had. Chris
2: Davis until twenty thirty two, I think. Or something no crazy. Like no, that. but not
1: like the, the the smaller deferred money, like when they actually had yeah, him on it was the like
2: roster. Chris years. Davis Chris <laughs> Davis is the highest played player on the Orioles roster this year.
1: This year? Yeah.
2: yeah. Jesus.
1: <laughs> just kind of a little <laughs> bit what it feels like to be Aaron because he's just he gets paid to do absolutely fucking nothing. And also, I will say, I feel like the Yankees' social media team is trying to throw propaganda at us because there has been at least three highlight clips of Aaron Hicks. It's been a short spring training already. One, I think he had a home run, right?
3: No. no. He, he didn't <laughs> hit a home run. No, he didn't. They sure as
1: fuck made it seem like he did. He, and hit then- probably
3: last like, he hit a loop double that should have been at least a triple. I was watching it yesterday. And it was the first sign of Aaron Hicks I've seen in, like, two years, which I know he played, like, 20 games last year. So, what the fuck ever. You know what I mean. And he had a little looping line drive over second base that the center fielder and right fielder dove into each other for. Both missed. The ball trickled away. (laughs) And Aaron Hicks barely made it to second because he was fucking walking to first. (laughs) Like, there we go. There's Aaron Hicks we all love and know. He pimped the blooper over the second baseman's head. He's just fucking pouting and, like, moonwalking to first. Like, dude, come on. You you haven't played in a year and a half, and that's how we're going to fucking start off?
1: I just feel like there's propaganda being thrown our way because I feel like the social media team is trying to make it seem like he's not the most useless man on the planet as of is recently. new Gary? I'd Ooh. go as far to say yes. Until proven otherwise. I think he can... I mean, that's, that's, you know what I mean. Obviously, a pretty shitty thing to be.
3: I, he's not that low, but I'm just saying, as far as somebody that we're going to shit on a lot. Cause I mean, to be fair,
4: I hope
2: not. Looking at it now, I mean, he did play 32 games last year, but he did hit below his weight. So I'm just, <laughs> maybe we make that another it
1: rule. It
3: sucks too, cause we need him to be. How hit. much does he weigh? 205. It's not, no, he, not that hard.
1: The past three years, he averaged above his weight.
3: Yeah, probably not by much. Above his weight. Yeah. He averaged
1: 218. I'm saying saying
3: last year. The last three years, he
1: averages 218.
3: That's so bad. It sucks, man. That's what I was going to say. I think...
1: That's going to be fun. Let's do that. Let's see if he falls below his body weight.
3: It's really disappointing because he's such a key cog to this fucking team. He's huge, yeah. We need a center fielder. (laughs) Well, not not just a center fielder. He's a switch hitter that's supposed to be a table setter the uh, the high on base guy and he just fucking isn't anymore. It's really really frustrating. I mean he I mean he well, still have more stats on about getting on, getting on base. I mean he still he, walks, but he's while his walks have remained constant, his strikeouts are skyrocketing. He's getting slower. He's getting worse in the field. His defense is getting worse every year. He's getting slower every year. It's just it's frustrating. He just doesn't play enough. He just does not play enough. Is I mean, he
1: still an elite walker? And you mentioned the walks.
3: No, I thought you had
2: that up. I mean, his um, his also. I was on base percentages here. I mean, I'm going to exclude last year because he had he played 32 games out of a whole season, oh. and he had in 2020. He, he's on base was 379. Then it was 325, 366, 372. So okay. he he does get on base when he plays.
1: He averages 332 for the last three years. Uh, one other thing I wanted to point out about his playing time and what you can probably expect for this upcoming season. If you throw away 2020 where he played 54 games out of 60, uh every other year in his entire career, he averages 53% of games played. So every other year if you throw away with, that.
3: That's with two seasons, one at 137 and one at 123, so
1: I mean, you you, you got to keep those in, there. Well, though. I know, but If, if you remove... Saying, but if he's you're got in,
3: a long career, and only two of them he's hit 100 games.
1: If you remove 2018, which was his last good year, which triggered him to sign the contract that he signed, he averages 48% of games played. It's just, it's just not fucking good for a center fielder, and we need him to play more games than that. And that, I mean, I guess you build that in. Like, he's going to play half the games. That's just your expectation for Aaron Hicks. He's going to play half the games. He's going to miss time. There's just no chance he won't. And I'm, I'm not being pessimistic by saying that. Just look at the fucking numbers. Judge is going to have to play a bunch of center field. He's going to probably play out of the half remaining that Hicks is going to play. I'm just trying to forecast this year. Hicks can play half. Judge, I'd probably say, is going to play 25% in yeah, center field. And Gardner then I think Gardner is going to play the other 25%.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just, um,
2: That's the most likely scenario. I was just about to ask who else can play center field besides Aaron
1: Judge? Gardner?
3: I bet, I would say, I bet Brett Gardner plays 100 games this year.
1: In center field,
3: yeah, I, I, no. fucking, hope, no, I, I fucking hope not. I fucking hope not.
4: Surely, there's
1: no way it can happen. Again. It would surprise you. <laughs> I can't wait to to clip that, it, save it, and <laughs> just by Murph the time saying, this... "Surely, there's no way Brett Gardner plays 100 games in center field, <laughs> and then he plays 162 in center
3: Dude, field." No, by this, by the time this releases tomorrow, with the Bre- the first sights and sounds of Brett Gardner in months today, I I bet he's out there on the field. By the end of the week,
2: dude, we would be so much. A, we'd be such a better team if Aaron Hicks was not the everyday center fielder and Aaron Judge was.
3: If Aaron Hicks was a fraction of what the player was that he got paid for, we would be a better team. He doesn't even have to be 380 on base and hit 250 and hit 20 something home runs. But I feel like he's also a
2: guy that, even if he's
3: not hitting well, he's still going to play, no matter what. He's going to play every day. Because he's a switch hitter, he gets on base, and the Yankees just cream themselves to switch hitters because we don't have, well, yeah. we have people that hit lefty if, now.
2: But If he's healthy, he's he's playing, and that, I think, is just the worst case.
3: I mean, that's the only option, and they paid him, and that's, I don't know. I, I don't really see any way, barring injury, that they bench him. I, I, I just really don't, not not for an extended period of time.
2: I mean, in a perfect world, you have judge and center. Most days, Washington is never going to happen, but I wish it did. And then you have Gallo in right, Stanton and left, but he's also, <laughs> Stanton's DH all the time too. And then but you the, have someone
3: else DHing. No, in the perfect world, you have Josh Donaldson DHing. Yeah, have, that's what I mean. Yeah, but you like, have Stanton in center, you've got, or not Stanton in center, excuse me, Judge in center, Gallo and Stanton in the outfield as well. And then you can actually play the entire infield too, and there's no weird DJ Glaber question where you have to argue over yeah. who deserves the playing time when you have a gold glover that's Outperformed him every single year but one, or you know the high upside Glaber Torres, who was supposed to be your franchise cornerstone. Because nobody wants to have that conversation. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I
2: I, here we are. I don't know. Aaron Hicks is just he's just there.
4: I want him to be good. Taking up space. Where
2: where is where do you think he falls in the order right
3: now? Probably five, six.
4: Throw a dart at numbers one through nine. Literally. I, I don't know. He, That's I so <laughs> true. That's so fucking true. I think anywhere
3: two through five, I think are pretty locked up anywhere else. Just fucking pick.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we talked about it last episode, but I feel like Josh Donaldson, if he's playing, he's the perfect five hitter, but you're also talking about Aaron Boone, and the Yankees and Aaron Boone, just again, probably closes his eyes and picks out of it a hat. If, if I had, had to pick, lineup.
1: if I had to pick, I'd say seven.
2: I think, because they're
1: going to use him to break up the righties because it's going to be... Seven makes a lot of sense. They're going. It's going to be one whoever, I, be either Rizzo or DJ, whatever you want to do there, but regardless, it's a two lefty Two through five matter. are
3: going to be Judge, Gallo, Stanton, Donaldson. And not yeah, in that yeah. order necessarily, but those are going to be... I think be it would be
1: heart. Judge...
3: Judge Stanton, Gallo, Maybe Stanton,
1: Donaldson, Gallo, so it breaks it up more, but I know they, they want to have... Gallo probably in between Judge and Stanton, that which I highly
3: disagree with. Yeah, we can get a strikeout in there. Yeah. <laughs> sneak a strikeout in there. Don't want to keep the momentum right make it make it harder
1: for Stanton. I don't know. I, I think pr- around seven would probably make sense. Anywhere between seven, and eight, maybe even double lead off him. I don't really give a fuck. Just as long as he's not batting four like Gardner used
2: to do. <laughs>
3: Dude, there was a, le- Dude, like a legitimate time where can't Brett Gardner, stand.
2: W- like Brett Gardner, just cannot play this Didn't year.
3: he hit third in the wild card game last year? <laughs> Pretty
2: sure he did. He
3: just can't. He bad. can't
2: do it. He can't. I love. I love Brett Gardner. I'm about to try to shit on him, but he just cannot it's, come back. It's time. He it's can't time. come back for the sake of his
3: team and for the sake of his lineup. He's gotta come back. I just. He can't. How are they gonna bring him back, dude? Have you seen those new stupid fucking spring training hats? He's gonna get sunburnt.
1: <laughs> I have seen the bald people, and they're like whoever made the spring training hats, fuck you.
3: <laughs> maybe hot take. Maybe, maybe that's the why they haven't re-signed him. They knew that it was a health hazard for Brett at this age.
2: Here's what I wish would happen: Brett Garner is just on standby. Okay, <laughs> if something happens to Aaron Hicks and he gets hurt, which means he, he, something happens. Yeah, to Aaron I mean Hicks. when when Aaron Hicks gets hurt, and if we don't have anyone else coming up. <laughs> just sign Brett Gardner for a short-term deal for like a couple <laughs> months. He
1: is he is the replacement when Aaron Hicks goes down.
2: I know, so I wish that he would just on standby. So Do you think? We need do him. you
1: think he would do that? Because I know there's been comments of uh, like other people, other teams have reached out to him. I'm pretty sure that the Blue Jays have Blue Jays reached Jays out did. to him, and he said that he's not going to accept any contract until the Yankees talk to him. Yeah. Sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like an ex girlfriend that just like wants to be talked to. Um, do you think he would ever play for another team?
2: I think yeah. he's just—I think he's just trying to make the Yankees. He's scared. trying to
1: use his one bargaining chip that he has. Yeah. like, hey, I'm the longest tenured Yankee. I played in '09. I bring me back.
4: Yeah, I think he would. T- if he okay. comes back, sorry, If he comes back, we're gonna hear so many times about how much intensity he brings. Because I feel like every <laughs> single inning during spring training, they're like. Yeah, they're just trying to replace the intensity that now the guard does <laughs> not come back. They like need somebody to bang on the dugout and you know bring that intensity into the clubhouse.
1: And that's going to be like something about I'm totally either. cool with it. I think it As makes a
4: clubhouse guy's guy. I great. I but love that. We can't. No, camp.
3: Dude, it's going to do... Have you just thrown the white flag in like thrown the towel in, wave the white flag on the whole off season? As
1: it sits right now, Aaron Hicks when he goes down. I mean, I just know they're not gonna play judge every LaCastro. day center field. I just don't I just don't agree. I think I it's time. I don't give a shit, honestly. Just fucking but you know they're gonna sign him, so it's just a matter of when and you know he's gonna be the replacement. You think that you think the Yankees, the Yankees are going to play if they have Gardner, which they will, and Tim LeCastro. And Hicks goes down on April 9th. Do you think? April. <laughs> do you really think?
3: Can't we put the happen? Do
1: you really think that they're not they're going to put in Tim Lecastro over Brett Gardner?
3: I just Brett Gardner is the first
1: guy off the bench.
3: I think that we've been talking about this forever. I think it needs to be one of the younger guys at this point. I don't understand like how. I, I mean, we've been talking about that for two years. I, that's Lamar maybe.
4: Ryan, you
2: is say, he still yeah, on the they, Yankees? No, they resigned him. He, yeah. was a,
4: he was a non-roster invite, I think. Uh, Art,
2: I'd rather that you, than Brett Gardner, I'd rather Tim Lecastro than Brett Gardner.
3: Same. Wait till we get to spring, to opening day, and you see Marwin Gonzalez, Tim Lecastro, and Ryan Lamar on the lineup, or not in the lineup, <laughs> but on the roster. This is this is a real thing. This is these are the people that we're putting on our roster while the rest of the league gets better. You want to know why I'm pessimistic? Because our opening day roster is going to have three center fielders, and none of them are good while the Blue Jays went out and cha- trade for Matt Chapman and have Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette and George Springer, and the list goes on and on and on and on.
1: I don't know what it is, though. I feel like when Hicks is out there, I irrationally feel slightly confident that he will be a— shell of a baseball player out there. I do I think when he I hits think lefty.
3: I'm, I think it's when he hits lefty. I feel good about like, it. Like I think it's just
1: a swing. He's got a good swing. I, it, I have Which it is I just weird because he can't burned, hit. Yeah. burned yeah. in my brain I have that that home run off the foul pole. He, he does hit clutch, I think the metrics show that. I, 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 remember I remember it. I remember it from that moment.
2: Um, <laughs> I think
4: I saw a number that one time
3: that says. That the, the I was a "Game was clutch. where he had a good hit." And, I feel like he gets big hits. I can check the <laughs> clutch to, numbers. He had the no, walk off home run against the Mets too in the COVID year. I the
4: walk off catch against the Twins. Yeah,
1: that'll count towards his offense.
2: Dude, if he did that again, he would actually shatter into pieces.
4: You just evaporate.
3: <laughs> you just evaporate. I think he you wouldn't get up. I think if,
4: the if
3: Hicks didn't have that one home run off the foul pole, I think he'd be playing for the AAA Tigers this year. You think so? Yeah.
1: Hot take.
0: <laughs>
3: Dude, <laughs> I, 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 here's the thing though. You like, see, I wait, before, you. You, before you go, do you want to see yeah. the
1: similar batters to Aaron Hicks b- via Baseball <laughs> Savant?
2: Yeah, so badly. Uh,
1: this is, I don't even think this is accurate. These guys are good ish. They're better than Hicks. So I think he's getting a little bit of a. Less them off. We'll say or worse bump. the same. Um, I mean, this is a bad first one. Nick Castellanos. That's just not true. true. <laughs> All right. So this <laughs> list just has not, no credibility. Uh, Jason Hayward. I, I, I think that one thats fair. That, that one's is fair.
4: Current Jason Hayward. Yeah. He should have been so good.
1: Travis Darnot hits for.
4: That's kind of. Not similar at all. Andrew I McCutcheon. Just bad fielder. Well, no. Yeah, 38 Hayward's year old
3: fielders. Andrew <laughs> McCutcheon. Okay, fair. I,
1: I don't even know what this Disregard all that. That's just not true. No,
3: I think that uh, Hayward and McCutcheon are fair.
1: Alex Presley.
3: Don't even know who that is. So that <laughs> yes. makes
1: sense. That makes <laughs> <no> <laughs> sense yeah. that of all of us. <laughs> do, do we fully hate Hicks?
2: I just think. That's the way this one sounds. I just think that he is someone who, like, is so important to this lineup and just disappoints us all the time and just always gets hurt and has just... I think it's the way he goes about strict it. Down. Yeah.
1: Should we just tender our expectations, though? Like, I feel like but we're not the- let down because we, we never think he's going to be great. Well, I, mean, I, mean, the last- I Here's the thing. I think every other year, I think we... Did think he's gonna be great. Because I think this years, year yeah. we don't, so I think we won't be disappointed and we won't hate him that much.
3: I think it's the way he carries himself because he carries what, big, the walks? Not, but he carries himself like he's this big badass, and then he gets hurt twenty games into the year and underproduces, and it's just frustrating. Because if he acted like that and was putting up numbers, we'd be like, "Yeah, Hicks is fucking cool. That's a cool ass guy," but when he misses the entire month of June, comes back in July gets hit in the top of the shoelace and flips his bat 37 yards in the air to first base and then walks to second on a double play ball. You're like, what the fuck, man?
1: You know what, though? If you look at the past three years, his OPS plus is 99.33. That is league average.
4: because he walks all the time.
1: Okay. is a league average offensive hitter.
4: Dude, I, here's I think the, the switch thing, hitting,
1: is- although it's not great from one side, still counts for something. Like matchup wise, yeah. I mean, he's, I don't he's, fully hate Aaron Hicks. Dude, I don't hate if,
2: if he gets on base, if he has a 350 on base percentage and stays healthy the whole year, I'm cool, I'm cool with it. I
1: yeah. guess let's talk about I'm that. Cool, then. I'm cool with it. Let's look at it. his. Let's look his uh, I already have him up. Okay, pull up is his projections. It? Yeah,
3: so we're going with Zips, which is the notoriously conservative one. Keep that in mind. Uh, it has him playing 62 games. A- accurate. Yep. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh my God that, that, first of all that's ridiculous that's, that, that is l- crazy. that is that's your that's what, spot 300%? on so the rest of it's the lower yeah the rest of the projections all have them around a hundred but so sixty two games which we're gonna keep it consistent because is what we've been using for everything nine home runs
1: sixty two games it's, is thirty eight percent of the games it's about, about right.
3: be <laughs> average for him uh fourteen and a half walk percentage which is good twenty three percent k which is bad but fair. Um 223 batting average, 340 on base and a 107 wrc plus, a one war.
2: that's yeah, all fair. I
3: mean he had negative 0.3 war last
2: year, so that'd be a plus.
4: If he plays 60 games for a one war, that's fine. I He'll almost wanted to, to say replacement.
1: Yeah, I almost wanted to say throw away last year. Because it's such a small amount of games, but if he's projected double what he played last year, I think that's completely a fair sample
2: size for last yeah. year. I mean,
1: he played 20% of the games last year. He's projected to play 38% this year. So,
2: I mean, we haven't seen Aaron Hicks play a full se- like a full real season since 2018.
1: Yeah, when right before he signed right the contract. Before he signed
2: contract. So, I mean, it's a huge, hey now, it's a huge if. Hey
1: now, he played 90% of the games in 2020.
2: 52 games.
4: 54. 2020 was so, so close. Damn, I
2: really I was really hoping it was fifty two because that would have been sick. But I don't know. We haven't seen him play a whole season. And in he had a 122 a
1: OPS plus.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, if he if he stays healthy, he could be an aggressively average center fielder for us. I mean, that right
1: there is fifty. That's what we want. <laughs> that's, that's what we want. want, baby. If we're getting 60, what, how many games did they say? 62. Play? Okay, he played fifty four in twenty twenty. Pray for a 2020 year because in 2020, that's a perfect sample size. He had a 122 OPS plus, a 414 slugging, a 793 OPS, not great. 122 OPS plus is what jumps out to me, a a 379 OBP, 225 batting average, just above his body weight. Six home he runs, twenty-one ribbies, so <laughs> four stolen bases is, is pretty high, honestly. I didn't he expect had three, it, uh, considering considering he's in the 46th percentile in sprint speed and eighty-seventh ranked amongst among center fielders in terms of
2: wait, <laughs> chill, you said sixty-two speed. projected games? Yeah, that's perfect. That means Gardner can play another hundred. Dude,
3: I will actually cry. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't hate Hicks. I want him to be good so bad. And I think we all do. I think he's obviously, not obviously we all do. Like, we don't. All of us want the Yankees to be good. But it's not a guy where we're coming in and he's like, oh, fuck that motherfucker. It's just, it's just frustrating because we've seen him have those big moments. And it's just a letdown. So I It's
2: I, it's different from Gary because Gary actually played yeah. and then also sucked. That's true. Aaron Hicks just hasn't played and also sucked so he has one of those things against him which is not playing enough
3: yeah it's frustrating I when w- you see more golf clips of aaron hicks than baseball clips yeah i
1: haven't seen a golf clip in a while
3: i haven't have.
4: either he hasn't hit an ace on a part four in a while
1: yeah um what do you think uh, can somebody look up his arm strength numbers because that's obviously been have, the, the big thing
4: trailer? steady uh. decline
1: I feel like it since that since decline. that one where he absolutely nailed somebody. When he hit the, when
2: he broke the record. He, he broke the record
1: on that and hit 105 miles per hour. Yeah. I feel like it's – I think he just has been since like – he just called it a quits after yeah, that. He's yeah, like, like, I can't get any better than
3: this, so
4: i going to stop. That was his peak. Well, didn't he have Tommy John, too?
3: Yeah, Fuck. he had Tommy I, John. I was at the game where he snapped his elbow, fun fact. I used to love Aaron
1: Hicks, dude. He was one of my favorite Yankees. He just – the way he would – he would pimp walks, and he had the swagger. He's a pinch. He's he's, he's a great outfielder. Dude, the thing is, he like he's like
2: hit. he's also like he seems a lot older than he actually is. Too, he's thirty two. I know, like he. I feel like he's thirty eight years old playing in there, playing uh, in the field right now. Like that, he, like that does not look like a thirty two year old. A, health, right, I think a healthy 32 year old playing baseball. So
1: he he's 32 and he looks like he's 38. Brett Gardner's thirty eight and he looks like a spring chicken out there when he comes back out there. <laughs> yeah.
2: So who would you rather have? I'd rather have Hicks. So that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I I hoped you weren't looking no, for I, I was, I was the kidding. Brett Gardner answer. I you know how they put up that uh the green light, red light, um Yeah, the, the squid game. The, not the squid game. The one they when <laughs> the yes network has that metric where they said like who like where their arms rank,
2: like who to, who to run on, who not to run on. We
1: haven't seen that. I feel like for Hicks, where do you think he'll be ranked? Red, be green. red, green, or yellow? I think I don't think it'll be green, dude. I think it'll be yellow. His arm certainly is certainly not, not red anymore.
3: I'm trying to find it. I'm
4: uh, I'm also trying to find it.
3: Struggling. So See what our best
2: minds like are on it, hey. everybody.
1: Hey. Could the you imagine? Could you the the imagine post. if his arm was still unbelievable and we had Gallo and Judge in the outfield? That is the and stru- Stanton. Well, I'm just I'm just saying the starting outfield would have been Gallo Hicks judge. That is the strongest arms so that that'll probably like throw in twenty eighteen Hicks along with this current outfield, that's the strongest arm probably in all of the history of baseball.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Brett Gunner's arm last year was a liability in center field. Wow. Well
1: he's, he's not really on the team yet. So I know cross but cross average just, when we get there. Just
2: saying, he'd like four Are we gonna then. give him his own roll call? No, this this was his roll call. This <laughs> is his <laughs> roll call. <laughs> If he's on the team, it'll be the least, least surprising thing that happens this offseason, and we're just going to say okay.
1: Okay. What do you think Hicks's sun probability factorial is? It's how we'll end, end all these episodes. <clears throat> and for those of you just tuning in for the first time, the sun probability factorial is uh, basically their likelihood of of landing their, themselves on the sun. Um, and if you are listening to our podcast for the first time and didn't listen to anything last year, Going to the Sun's not a good thing.
3: You don't want to do that. Uh, Gary was uh, Brooks Criskey was on the Sun. Gary wasn't the helps.
1: mayor of the Sun, but he he was probably like the chancellor. Yeah, nice of the Sun. Uh, that way. way. How about who some was sun, the mayor of the Sun? Some, Heaney was the mayor of the Sun. Some
3: Sun alumni. We'll just go, leave it at that. Jay Bruce was the Sun Meister. He was He's the Sun, sun Meister. Yeah. yeah. Jay Bruce was on the Sun. Brooks Criskey was on the Sun. Andrew Heaney was on the Sun. So basically, you're not in uh you're not in good company if you're there. Chad Green made his way on there for a brief stint.
1: Wandy Peralta made it on, but he got he got first off. ever
3: player off. Brett Gardner made it on the sun already. He is a Sun alumnus.
1: And going into the 2022 season, the sun resets. Um Yes. So.
2: Unless unless you retired or were traded went <laughs> to a different team. sesso
1: Cessa well, he made it off the sun too. Two people have gotten off the sun. He was Wandy was the first. Cessa got off as well, and he got off right before the team decided to ship him off, which is great because you never want to see somebody get traded while on the sun because then you're just forever in infamy mm-hmm. of, of the sun. So what do you think Hicks' sun probability factorials, Murph? <laughs>
4: Expectations low included, I would say maybe 20%. 20%, 20%? chance of making Whoa. it on the sun? I think he finds his way to the sun. No, I mean. no, 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 no. That's like,
1: low. That, that means he has no chance. Like Garrett Cole is like low. I think he I mean, was like I mean we were saying seven
4: for sure. I think we're you guys are going to be too quick this year to throw people on the sun. No, 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 oh, no, no we no. can't.
1: It's it's a majority vote.
4: We can't. It's, no, I thought it was a unanimous vote.
1: It is. It is, it is oh, you're right. It's an unanimous vote. Majority wouldn't so really with with work out mind, to a four guy.
4: Twenty percent. I mean, if Hicks is still walking, hey, Marv, you were saying
2: that too. Don't forget, you can you can void it if you don't if you don't agree.
4: No, I I agree. I just don't. I don't see no, him really. It's a fact. <laughs> I have some pretty. No, I, <laughs> I don't think he's going to go to the sun necessarily, but, or I'm uh, sorry. I do think he's going to go to the sun at some point. And I think 20% why are saying... is a pretty high for that.
3: So um, I, I also think, think he has a high probability and I'll give you my number and you can tell me what you think about that. So yours at 20 and you think he has a high one. Mine's 70. <laughs>
4: See, I'm not going to be that quick to throw somebody on the sun. If you if, you're, if it's July, bad weeks.
3: if it's July and Hicks is hitting 180 and playing bad center field and loafing around, he's going to be on the fucking sun. I'm sorry. I agree. Here's my I question:
4: think that There's a 50% chance he makes it to July.
1: That's what I was. My my, was, my question. Uh, my question was, where do we stand? Like,
2: if he gets hurt, you can't put him on the sun if he's in hurt, May
1: him. and just sits around and loafs around and. He doesn't do anything, and he's he's really living up to that that sixty game projection. I think he might be the first person to get sent to the sun while not playing.
4: <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, you can't that, do there that. There will not I, be a person. Okay, so right what, what if what that. if okay
1: what playing. if he's out and he's out for four months,
4: then. Then he's then nothing. he's out for four months. He's out for four months. He can't sun. make
1: it to the sun? No.
4: We're going to ruin the sun. We're going to overuse the sun if we're doing that. We're I, I the think
1: month. an addendum sun is, needs to be made. No, an amendment I, to I am the not going to vote on that. I'll tell you I,
3: right no, now. No, you're yeah, outvoted
2: I put,
1: here. That, this is,
4: this is why Cross that bridge it, when it, we get the there. That's the reason this why, why it is unanimous. That's the reason why
2: I was going to say like 38% some probability because I do think he'll get there. I'm pretty confident he'll get there, but I'm more confident he gets hurt.
4: <laughs> See, I think 20 is high. Let me be clear about that. Like, How? He will get hurt this
2: year, and yeah, he if won't he be gets able
4: to go to the hurt,
1: sun. Didn't he's we give gonna make Gallo, to like, 30? I'm going to give him 51%. <clears throat> Just get the majority vote. I think he's going to – that saying, I think he's going to make it to the Sun. You saying 20 means you don't think he's going to make it to the Sun. So – all of no, our I numbers think, I averaged no up need. is 44.75 sun factorial. That'll be his number. Can
3: we use the median? Because there's one drastically low number in this.
1: The middle number? Yeah. That would be of, of the remaining three, take out the outlier?
3: No, you leave the outlier and then you just get the median. There's four. Uh, you, can, you average the middle two. Okay. And that's how you get the median. Come on, Luke.
1: Whoopsie. Uh, the median would be forty-four point five. Is almost exactly the same.
4: Maybe I'm a sun purist, (laughs) but I'm a sun purist. We just go throwing everybody onto the sun all willy nilly every time you have a two week down stretch. It's not well. The best part, the best part of first of all, we haven't.
1: Second of all, the best part about
4: carrying me with these numbers.
1: I'm okay. Well, the the best part of unanimous. you, You means you have a say in whether or not somebody gets on the sun. You have to approve of it, Murphy. Mr. Sun. No, I,
4: I, I agree. I'm just saying these numbers were thrown around makes it seem like the sun's gonna have six people at a time up there. You want to mm.
3: know why these numbers are like that? Because we have a dog shit roster that was put together. Okay, and that's <laughs> all right, Chandler.
1: Jeez. All right, that does it for this episode. Uh, I do declare, if you enjoyed it, please give us five star rating on iTunes. We are doing the giveaway. We're gonna announce that towards. I think I'd say probably we haven't decided yet, but probably gonna give it a few more episodes maybe a week, week and a half before opening day to give you a sense and maybe get your travel plans in order if you're not close to the stadium. So if you want to enter, like I said before, at the top of the show, give us a five-star rating on iTunes, on Apple Apple Podcasts, and we will choose amongst those people. Uh, if you have already given us a review, I'm sorry. That's just... we We love you and we appreciate you, but it's just... New members. We'll find another giveaway for the people. Get
2: someone else to give a review, and you can go with them. Wow. If you win.
1: Damon with the ideas. All right. That'll do it for this episode. Tune in next time.
3: All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. I got my head out this
0: sunroof. I'm blasting my favorite tune